0: Planning 101. And a very pleasant, good Monday morning, everyone. Terry Slavin's with you, and it is Life Planning 101. We have Angela Kennedy Robinson in with us to uh, talk about something wonderful.
1: Yes, always, right? Well, today we're going to plan with crumbs. Oh. You know, everybody's got all these crumbs now, so we
0: right. <laughs> might as well plan with
1: them. You know, um, it's been funny. I, I don't. We've enjoyed this around the office for the last week because it's just kind of been a theme and we actually talked to all of our employees you know basically everybody got a a pay raise last week and so uh we said okay so what are you gonna do with your crumbs you know and it's interesting you know the mindset that we all have and you know we have a saying that we say on the radio show all the time progress starts by telling the truth right right? and so you have to ask yourself is the legitimate thing that you're going to be spending your crumbs on or is there maybe something better that you should be spending your crumbs on right And I had a a girl in the office. She's a young finance major. She wants to be a planner. And she says, well, use your crumbs to make a feast. (laughs) And I said, you know, there you are. That's the whole theme of it, right? Excellent. Isn't that excellent? And so um, what we want to do today is give you three great ideas. And I'm actually going to give you some other tidbits and ideas in here. But uh, three primary ideas to be able to get your house in order with crumbs. Because if you think about it, if you woke up last week, or even if your paycheck didn't hit till today, you have more money than you had coming in a week before. Right. And if you don't become accustomed to living on that new amount of money, what can you do with that?
0: Save it, invest you it.
1: Do all kinds of things, and right? You know,
0: and the amazing thing, we talk about crumbs, because it may not be a big windfall of money. It probably isn't a big windfall, but think about When you take the change out of your pocket and throw it in that jar in the living room and then you get ready to go on vacation, you go and you count it and all of a sudden you've got two, three, four hundred dollars. Exactly. nickels, dimes, and quarters. Yep.
1: We did that as kids. We had a big old pot in the middle of the, the living room that we would go throw our coins in. And you're right. Every year before we went on summer vacation, we'd count up the money in there. And that was our money to eat out on and this. Yeah. And it makes a huge difference. So I actually did some research on what people are receiving and how much this actually is. And this is pretty impactful. Okay. Because let's just talk about a simple married person that's earning $75,000. Year okay, not a big income, just $75,000 a year. They have two children and they're paid twice a month. They're actually going to receive an extra $56 on the bottom line every paycheck. So, $112 a month that's a lot of money if you think about it.
0: Over over <laughs> so $1200. That's a lot of
1: crumbs. Yeah. yeah. It's it's $1344 a year, okay? Wow. And so what I did was imagine that couple saving that money for the next 30 years and what does that actually turn into for them at, a, at an 8% return? $168,000. Wow.
0: That's so, a feast.
1: That's a feast. So saving your crumbs to make a feast. And you know, and, and here's the, the sad reality of it, and this is what I challenge everybody that's listening to the show today to really look yourself in the mirror. Really tell yourself the truth, because would it be easy to go spend an extra fifty six dollars? Wouldn't it be great to have an extra fifty six dollars to go eat out on every two weeks or right. to go do something, um, you know, or go shop extra at Walmart, or buy some extra clothes or, you know, do something with it. Right. right. Or pay down the debt that you're about to re instigate when it comes Christmas time again. Right. <laughs> you know, and that and, and we have to ask ourselves because a lot of times I hear people and and this happens, um, it happens in our own office, you know, and um, happens, I think, with with everybody is that uh, you get yourself in a bad way financially Uh, Maybe you spent too much at Christmas. Maybe you've got credit cards to pay down for whatever reason. Maybe you didn't have a good plan to start with and you've had a bunch of emergencies come up and it's cost you a bunch of deductibles or this or that. And you've had to drain your emergency savings or maybe you didn't have it, so you had to go on credit card, right? And so at the end of the day, you're sitting here looking at this paycheck and you're thinking, ha, relief. Well, I think you have to ask yourself, What is going to be there from stopping you doing that again?
0: Yeah, because so often where people get in trouble is that you have credit card debt and you go and get a loan to pay off your credit card debt. And 12 months later, not only do you have the loan you're paying off, but you have your credit card debt debt back. That's
1: right. So, you know, if you're planning on this $56 every two weeks, if you're that $75,000 income earner to change your life, it's only going to change your life if you change right and I think that's really important to, and, and you know this is a beautiful year isn't it 2018 is great because here we are we're out of January we're past the New Year's resolutions but yet we get another start we get another fresh start in February right. with a pay raise right so you have an opportunity to change your life in one move right here one move isn't that cool?
0: That's very cool.
1: It is very cool, and you know the thing is, is you've got to make a commitment. Stop making excuses. Stop finding something to spend it on or to pay off. Rearrange your budget for that. Get you know do do what you need to do on your budget side. Get your financial house in order like it needs to be in the first place with your normal budget. This is gravy. This is what you need to be putting back for yourself. Found money. That's right. It's found money. Exactly. So you're exactly right. So, you know, I think it's something that we all think about, and I have watched it over and over again. People say, well, I've got this sum coming in, and this is going to help me pay off this debt. Well, then I talk to them in two years again, and guess what they have again? debt same debt okay same debt they're not living within their means you know we've been doing seminars and coaching since my gosh 1989 okay and of course i was way young then but my dad didn't i actually cleaned the overheads so i was part of it
0: right (laughs)
1: overhead projectors um but you know we've been teaching that the number one thing you have to do to get your plan right is a budget the number one thing the if you don't do anything else right and you get your budget down, you know exactly what your dollars are going, you're gonna be amazed. You know, my, my husband and I, we actually just went through this this weekend and <laughs> looked at what we spent where we spent it last year. And I'm telling you what, Beachbody.com got the best of us <laughs> last year. <laughs> but it's good to know that because how do we need to make changes to be able to make progress for our future? When we come back, two more ideas you don't want to miss to turn your crumbs into a feast.
0: Segment two of Life Planning 101 right here on KETX KWBY. Angela with uh, crumbs turning into a feast.
1: Yes, planning with crumbs, right? You know, we've all got crumbs. We've got additional money in our pockets, whether it be from a bonus from the company you work for, whether it be from your tax break that you got either last week or this week, and you're starting to see on your paychecks, or if you're a business owner, and you don't even know what your crumbs are, we got to back up, right? (laughs) You got to figure out what your crumbs are because if you wait all the way to next year, you've missed 12 months.
0: My crumbs this month is political ads. There
1: you go. There you go. Exactly. So, you know, making sure you know what those extra crumbs are and actually being able to plan with them is a big deal because if you miss out and wait till the end of the year, where you at? Right. You just missed a full months full twelve months of planning, right? And some of these crumbs can be very resourceful. I mean, just imagine if you're able to find two thousand, three thousand dollars in crumbs, use those for tax advantages, and then it saves you another thirty percent. Because of that, right? So three thousand
0: saves you another thousand,
1: right? Three thousand turns into four thousand, and then what's that do for you? So there's lots of opportunities that you can take advantage of. But our advice, you know, going back to taking care of you first, is pretend you've never seen these crumbs, that they didn't exist, and put them towards your future. Put them for you use them for you. And I will promise you this. We, and I've said this so many times on the show before. I know you've heard me say it. We've never met anybody that gets to retirement and says, I have too much money, money. right? So don't, don't be that person. Here's your opportunity. Take advantage of it. And besides it won't stay there forever, right? It's going to go away. So get used to that too. Here's your second idea. Stop worrying about things, right? We talked last week Is there something that you need to do for your future, for your family? We had a Twitter poll on that, talking, and we talked about, you know, the fact of uh, planning and done beats perfect every time and just doing something. 75% of our Twitter poll says there's something that they need to do now, people that answered that. 75%. 75%. Yeah. Three out of four people said there's something they need to do now. So stop worrying. Use those crumbs to pay for the things that are keeping you awake at and night.
0: One of the worst things that you can do is look at yourself and your situation and say, it's hopeless.
1: Yes, Because exactly.
0: if you do that, it's never going to improve. That's
1: exactly right. I you, mean. You know, and I, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I, I have a friend, and she called me. Several months ago, they had heard something, and she says, I, I need to get my life in order, I need to get my financial life in order. They're in their 30s, they have two kids, and. Um, We haven't done a good job, and we know that. And, you know, our credit's bad. You know, we've gone into debt. We've not saved anything. We don't own anything. You know, we need to get our financial house in order. And she's been a friend of mine for years. And I said, of course, I'll, you know, help you. Well, didn't hear anything from her, didn't hear anything from her. And uh, I called in just to check on her as a friend. And she says, yeah, I I need to talk to you. I need to tell you something. She says, my husband said that it's just not worth it for us to go through this we'll never be able to get where we want to go.
0: So you've already sealed your fate.
1: Right, exactly. In their 30s. Yeah. How sad is that?
0: Mm.
1: And you know, I I got to thinking, it, it made me really wonder, okay, what makes someone tick that way? What makes them think that way? That they think that there's hopelessness. And, you know, we're all a sum of our experiences. We all come from different backgrounds. And, you know, some people use that, is a don't tell me no, because I've been told no all my life, and I'm going to go get it and do what I want to do and make a difference, make a change for my family and my future. And some people cave. And why is that? You know, what actually drives that? And, you know, I'm obviously, I'm a woman of faith. And I truly believe that if you're in that place, you need to pray. You need to talk to God, because I don't think anything's hopeless. Right. And I've seen a bunch, right? Nothing's hopeless. Obviously, there's things that may be out of your control because you've waited too long or things that are happening. You haven't been a good steward of your money. And I understand that. But God does work miracles. Sure. My gosh, did you see the Olympics yesterday? The cross country skier that fell right at the very beginning and it's like a triathlon fell at the very beginning was at the very back of the pack and came back and came back and won it by leaps and bounds. Right. I mean tell me that wasn't an act of the good Lord. Sure. I mean he didn't do that on his own. Right. We know that, right? And so, you know, nothing is impossible. We teach our son all the time, if you fall down you get up, right? And he saw that last night. We rewinded, let him see. And he says, Mommy, he fall down. He got up. He got up. He won. He won. Yeah. <laughs> and he was so excited. But why can't we be excited? Why can't we have that inner child in us say that? Because here's the deal. Stop worrying. Stop worrying. Figure out what needs to be fixed. See if you can fix it or not. If you can fix it, move forward. If you can't fix it, know that you can't fix it. Pray about it and let God take that burden from you because that's where you're at, right? Absolutely. But here's the opportunity that you have, is that today, you woke up with a higher paycheck. You didn't have that last week. Don't just let it go to waste. Don't just let it sit there and do nothing for you and your family. Allow that change to happen where it didn't happen in the past generation or the past two generations, you know, make a stand that I am going to change my generation in the future for my kids. You know, um, something that's a little, obviously a little personal, but, <laughs> but when, you know, I struggle with my faith most is I actually have, I'm very intense and I'm very angry. I get angry very quickly and i struggle with this all the time. And, you know, I have to pray about it all the time and it's a constant reminder and one thing that i do not want to do is i do not want my child to carry on my anger right and i think that we think that way about different things but we forget to think that way about our financial diligence we forget to think about you know how are we a steward of our money and how are we a steward of our planning because if god sends you a boat a raft and a ship we've all heard that story and you don't jump on You're on your own, right? Right. Well, here's your raft. Here's your boat. Here's your ship. It's all in one place, and it's called crumbs, right? It's called planning. Life Planning 101. We've got all the tools in the world. Take advantage and jump on. When we come back, you don't want to miss idea number three of turning crumbs into a feast for your future.
0: It's all right here on Life Planning 101 on KTX, KWBY. Final segment already of Life Planning 101 here on KETX KWY. Angela, step number three.
1: Planning with crumbs. Turn them into a feast. So we've talked about taking care of you, you know, getting rid of all the excuses and baggage and just doing something for your future and fixing your problems with your budget, right? Not with this new money because new money doesn't fix problems. It may just help you create more problems, to be honest, right? You know, and then we talked about stop worrying and making a solid plan with those crumbs, right? Um, What is the one thing keeping you awake at night and taking care of that, or at least knowing that you can't take care of it and move on from it, Right. right? So what about idea number three? And I think this is so interesting. So. If you are going to spend it, if you've got everything else taken care of, because there are those people that listen to the show and you know who you are, obviously. Um, Most of you work with us. Uh, You know, you're living life on purpose as it is. And you've already spent it. And you have all that planning in in order. You don't need any extra money saved or, or due. You know, I have a saying that we should spend our money on two things in life. And it's other people and experiences. If you think about it, things just wither away after their newness wears off. Right. You know, if you go buy a new car, how long are you excited about that new car?
0: Not very long.
1: Not very long. Three months.
0: When, no. When the first payment comes. <laughs> yeah. When the first payment
1: comes. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You get real excited about it. You want to show it off to everybody. And then it just like, oh, well, then it just goes away. Right. So gadgets, clothes, anything, all those things that, that new wears off. Right. Right. But think about experiences. Did you forget the first family vacation you took with your kids? No. No, you don't. Do you have memories from that? Absolutely. And I'm sure it brings smiles to your face. You know, I had a gentleman here in town the other day stop us and pull us over. And we were talking about his daughter. And uh, he said to my dad we were together, he said, uh, I'm sure there's a moment in Angela's childhood that you just you remember her and you have that visual and someone brings her her name, that's what you remember. And we all have these experiences that we remember, and those are priceless. No one can take those away from you, right? And so, you know, is it time that you need to spend time with your family and go on that family vacation you've been wanting to do? right is it time that you need to go get a lodge and you all all just go to the lake and play what is it that you need to do right and then other people when you give to other people how long does that last how long does that joy last inside of you and how much you were able to help right it's an amazing feeling so a few years ago i want to share a little story with you we met a lady and she absolutely cherished her granddaughter they had a very very special relationship and her granddaughter had a little passion for music well grandma had A lot of passion for music and so she brought in a a check she actually had intentions um, and she said I want to take this check and I want to put it in some kind of vehicle that it can grow and then when my granddaughter is old enough to go to school she could be able to use this to fund um, this musical passion that she has and whether it be going to Juilliard or whatever it is and it was a pretty decent size of money that she was bringing in and her hope was that her granddaughter wouldn't grow out of this passion was the big deal. And so we got to talking a little bit. And the more that we talked, the more we figured out, okay, her fear really was in the fact that the passion was going to dissipate because her parents weren't in tune with helping her develop this. So we came up with an idea. And what she did was she ended up taking her granddaughter to New York City that summer. And they spent a week there. They went to radio city music hall they went to broadway they went to carnegie hall and they toured juilliard well guess what that granddaughter's passion did
0: exploded yeah absolutely
1: absolutely exploded this little eight-year-old just turned into a music fiend okay money never became an issue because her ambition got her a scholarship to be able to pay for her own education. And today, what she is aiming to do is to teach music to other children because she wants to instill in them what her grandmother instilled in her. Now, how cool is
0: that? That's very cool.
1: That's talking some feast with some crumbs, right? That's that's amazing. You know, we talk all the time about life planning. It's not financial planning. It's not just dealing with your money and then making your goals fit what your money can do. No, it's opposite. It's figuring out what's most important in life and figuring out how to get the money to work for you. And by the way, she never invested a dime of that money. (laughs) She took it and she used it. But wasn't that the greatest investment that she could have made with it?
0: Yeah, I mean, that is best of both worlds.
1: That's right. That's right. So think outside the box with your crumbs, right? We're a little over a month into tax reform, and we've seen crumbs, this is no joke, from a couple thousand dollars to over six figures in crumbs already just since we've got this new tax code and we've actually seen this lined out. And I didn't say it wasn't gonna take a little planning to find them. We've already talked about that on the show, right? Right. It's gonna take some planning, but the best thing that you can do in 2018 is to find those crumbs and make a feast for your future. So be sure to follow us on Twitter at KFS Life Planning. Answer our weekly poll, will you plan with your crumbs? And I know everybody's big question, I'm sure a lot of people tuned in today, is she gonna bring up the market? Is she gonna bring up the market, right? Yes, it's very volatile. Yes, it's gonna to continue to be volatile. But if you actually look at the percentages rather than the numbers, it'll help you a little bit right. because we're just where we were January 1. So lots of volatility, lots of scare tactics going on. People, if you notice, everybody's trying to sell gold or fixed annuities or tired of the volatility in your market. Just ignore it make sure you've got a plan in place to address your emotions so you don't jump out at the wrong time because here's the deal we're going to have Aaron come on the show in a couple weeks he's going to talk about the underlying measures and I think it's going to bring a lot of excitement to actually what's going on economically not to say we can't have a pullback probably will happen but be ready for that but don't miss out on what's actually happening in the underlying economics of this country it's pretty phenomenal so start living life on purpose today visit us at kennedy-financial.com and you can review all of our market commentaries all of our life planning articles Um, great resource great library my name is angela robinson with kennedy financial services god bless everyone and have a great week